0: welcome back to Toast, Toast and, and Honey. Honey. We're your hosts, Kayla and Regina. And today we're talking with Taylor. Taylor, yay! Hi! <laughs> I like to be like a, an MC hype man. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> hey Taylor. Hi. What's up? Nothing. <laughs> Is this your first time ever like recording on a podcast? Yes.
1: No. <laughs> like, speaking into a microphone like yeah. everything I'm like Ugh. it feels awkward Right? Mm-hmm.
0: I promise I'll try to make it like un- I <laughs> we, look, we just like to talk a lot I do okay. too <laughs> good good I don't like know that. when to shut up that's like a problem <laughs> I
1: found it's like
0: no. shut your ass up already no no don't do it just keep talking
1: <laughs> we like we it. yeah okay. we
0: love it what cool. did you do today I um
1: helped out my parents um <clears throat> they're selling my grandfather's house um yeah, he's getting a little older mm-hmm. and um his health is just declining so they got this really good opportunity to buy the house next door to them oh okay. which is super super cool oh that's awesome yeah so they moved him in next door and um so in turn they decided to sell his old house mm-hmm. just because it's like you know just, just sitting sit there the, yeah. yeah it's just hard because there's like a lot of sentimental value like yeah, sentiment. I don't know what the word would be, but, like, to it, attached to it, um, that's, like, as long as I can, as far back as I can remember, like, that's the house my grandparents, like, lived in, and my grandmother died probably, like, 11 years ago, so I think it was just kind of one of those things where it was, like, a long time coming, um, but, yeah, like, I spent all my summers there, all my Christmases, just, like, everything, so, yeah, like, seeing it empty was, like,
0: traumatic um. yeah
1: yeah it was hard so um yeah thank you I yeah I miss my grandma every day Every single day, yeah she
0: made really good cookies. Yeah, I was like, they were so good. Yeah, like <laughs> that, that
1: was. It's cool though, because my sister has really like taken that on. Like, oh, yeah, she totally bakes, and it's funny because she doesn't bake. It's not like my grandma's recipe, mm-hmm. but she um she bakes her own cookies, and it's kind of funny because it's always like, man, your sister makes the best cookies. Yeah, and so like when my grandma was alive, it was always like, where's your grandma's cookies? Yeah. like your grandma makes the best cookies. <laughs> Literally,
0: just ask for that Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: like no matter who I was around, like everybody wanted her cookies and it's funny like the same thing has happened to my sister it's really really sweet yeah so
0: that's cool I'm glad she's taking on the tradition
1: yeah definitely that's
0: really cool
1: yeah
0: you want to get into some questions yeah okay all right tell us about your business
1: so my business is called ultraviolet um I'm kind of like toying with it like right now I Mm -hmm. call it like ultraviolet aesthetics but I mean i don't really want to limit it limit it to that you know um so i was thinking about just calling it kind of like ultraviolet studio things like that uh something like that because um i want to have uh permanent cosmetics there like that's the ultimate goal that's kind of like the whole reason why i started everything was to do permanent cosmetics because it's inside um mine and my husband's tattoo shop so Mm -hmm. i felt like it just kind of seemed right yeah um but yeah so right now it's just kind of aesthetic so I do like skincare waxing tinting um facials just all sorts of stuff like that just like yeah like on the beauty beauty spectrum that kind of stuff it's really fun like truly I love it way more than I even imagined I would yeah it's way cool like I went to um aesthetics school just because like for me I knew I wanted to do permanent cosmetics but like for me when I go anywhere or I talk to anybody like the big thing for me is like talking to somebody who like really knows their stuff right so to me I was like well I should probably you know learn as much as I can about skin and everything like that if I'm gonna be messing around on people's faces yeah (laughs) right so I went to school and actually ended up falling in love with waxing and Mm -hmm. skincare because it's just really cool because people come to you and they're like I'm, like, so over this, this, this thing, or this thing, or this Mm -hmm. thing, whatever is going on in my face, and I just, like, I'm so overwhelmed by it, I feel insecure about it, or whatever, and you help them, like, troubleshoot what's causing that, and then they fix it, or you, like, do facials, or you do some sort of, like, skincare regimen or something to help fix it, and it's like after one facial they get up and they're just like oh my god like i love my skin i didn't yeah. know it could look like this and they feel That's so awesome. good about themselves yeah like making people feel good about themselves is like so rewarding yeah yeah and That's i so i think i i think i underestimated like because I was not into like I'll be really I feel it's like a little shameful but it's like I was not into skincare before I did all no. this like I, that wasn't on my radar and for a lot of girls who reach out to me and ask me about it they're like oh I've always loved skincare and it's like I can't like, no girl can't that really that wasn't me yeah no that was not me but now like now that I see and now I know like what it means to people cause I'll be straight up too like I've never had like problem skin either and a lot of the girls that I went to school with they were like they're here because they had really bad problem skin. They went to an esthetician or they went to a dermatologist and it, like, changed their life. And so they get it. Like, they see it from a different perspective than me. And, um, like, I never really had that problem. I've always had pretty clear skin for the most part. But so when I do see girls that have, like, now that I know how to help them that have problems with their skin and I can help them, it is so rewarding. Yeah. Like, I, like, I really underestimated how rewarding, like, that it would be that. to, to help people feel better about their face. Like, that's, like, the first thing you see, you know? Yeah. Or, like, even when they get their eyebrows done, like, just waxing, you know? Yeah. Like, they'll have gone somewhere else. They got their eyebrows waxed and, they messed them up or they didn't like them or whatever or they've never had them done I don't whatever the case is mm-hmm. and um then they have me do them you know and they're like oh my god like I didn't know my eyebrows could look yeah, like this like, and then they're <laughs> all yeah. just like yeah they're like just feeling themselves you know what yeah. I mean and it's like it feels good
0: you're all yeah girl yeah, yeah we did that. I know That's I know you. I'm like
1: yes those were there all along <laughs> yeah. yeah yes. no I love it and I, or like when I do a lash lift oh I'll um before I even give them the mirror I'm like yes like they are lifted honey like they look so good and they're just like sitting there waiting and then I show them the mirror and they're like you know like Like, oh my god you right right." (laughs) yeah exactly yeah yeah so it's it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun yeah
0: that's awesome Mm -hmm. I need to I need to go hit you up girl those lashes
1: (laughs) if you put a lash lift on those you'd be flying out of here oh mom oh um let's see let
0: me see okay so what like motivated you to start um like getting into skincare and stuff I know you said you went to school and you like really fell in love with it
1: right yeah um so I had always been interested in like permanent cosmetics and Mm -hmm. stuff like that um and like in the beauty world and stuff like that I've been super into that but um I really wanted to get into microblading like Mm -hmm. specifically and that's when I was like you know what I'll go um i'll go to aesthetic school because i kind of looked into like do you need a cosmetology degree like what
0: yeah
1: what do you need and um like cosmetology is like mostly hair and i was like not concerned with that so i was like let me excuse me sorry um i was like let me go into aesthetics because that's like skin and i thought like i would be learning more about like almost like the anatomy of the skin and things like that and really that was like kind of just a small area of it um it was more, um, you know, like, skin care and, like, how to take care of skin. So, either way, it worked out being... It worked out really well. And, like I said, I, I very fortunately ended up, like, falling in love with skin care. Yeah. But the original goal was to, um, was to do permanent cosmetics. Okay. So, I always kind of had the idea that I wanted to do um, permanent cosmetics. And then, like, slowly work up to... Um, my, uh, scalp micro pigmentation so that's like women or men with thinning hair and you basically like use a tattoo machine to shade in their scalp oh, cool. to like give the appearance of more density yeah so like for a woman you would just be looking for density like for a man it would be more like you'd probably be giving them like the like the faded look you know what yeah. I mean like a five o'clock shadow or yeah. whatever like over the whole head and so I always wanted to like eventually get into that and then another big like area I wanted to kind of break into eventually was doing like the areola restoration for the mastectomy um the mastectomy patients um so that's always something that's been really big to me um is kind of and then same with like their eyebrows and stuff like that too like after the chemotherapy like most of the time their hair doesn't come back exactly the same in their brows especially depending on their age and like their hormones and things like that so I felt like I don't know my my ultimate goal with the whole business um with everything is to get to a point where i can start using the business as kind of like a platform to do charity work yeah like for those sorts of things like Mm -hmm. for cancer survivors or just in general like women and children's issues so like rape crisis centers like things like that like start doing like work with those women and you know those programs yeah Yeah, exactly so that's like that's like the ultimate goal of ultraviolet you know it's only it's it's a very new new business you know when
0: did you guys open or when did you open
1: i think like i would officially
0: say i started like taking people maybe like
1: three
0: months ago okay all right. So you've told us about your business. I mm-hmm. tell us about a little bit about you personally. Mm.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm um, a mother of two the cutest super the rad, just <laughs> gorgeous children um, that I adore with my whole heart. Um, Oswald is going to be six this month, oh and Violet, hence ultraviolet. <laughs> Violet is good or she just turned three she turned three in March oh, yeah so they keep me very very busy I um I'm also married I'm married to their father I've been with him for about seven years Dang, I know right it's that's so time. crazy yeah I know <laughs> and uh I'm like I know um I've been with him for about seven years and then I uh we got married about two years ago oh, yeah and I, it was
0: so cute didn't you like surprise everybody
1: mm-hmm. yeah nobody <laughs> really? knew not even my parents they were so mad oh. so funny. Oh. <laughs> yeah Because we were planning a big wedding. Like, we were planning, like, a full-on, like, the whole thing. I had already bought a wedding dress, everything. And um, I don't remember what it was. We were just kind of like, this is expensive. Yeah. And stressful. And stressful. More than anything else. And it really, like... When I went into it, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to make this about anybody else. I'm going to do what I want. You know, whatever. And um, it just so quickly becomes about everybody else. Mm -hmm. And accommodating everybody else. And I was like, ugh. Like, like this is
0: supposed to be my day. That's the last thing I want to do. Like, for
1: how much money I'm spending. You know what I mean? So, him and I, personally, we were sitting down. We were talking. And we were like, why don't we do a surprise wedding? You know? And so, at the beginning... um, Or no, I think like at the very end of February, because we got married at the end of March. We were Mm -hmm. like, okay, let's do this. We planned it. So we planned the whole thing plus Violet's first birthday party in a month. So, um, yeah. So I had fresh flowers i had like i bought a, an outfit i didn't want to wear like the full wedding dress because yeah. i just thought that was like too much for that setting um i still have it it's just sitting there like collecting dust oh. like yeah um maybe the one day i'll sell it, that uh-huh. 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 <laughs> get buried in it or yeah. something yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and then um so, yeah, we had... Uh, but then, like, also for Because Vi- it was at Violet's first birthday party. That's how we were able to pull everybody together. We were oh. like, this is Violet's first birthday party. Like, everybody be there. You're like, Surprise! You can't not, Yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> not going to miss Violet's first birthday. Yeah. yeah. So, um, we had, like, a petting zoo, a moon bounce. Like, all the decorations were all for her birthday. But... We did, like, Facebook invites, Uh and on the Facebook invite, I posted on there, um, just so everybody knows, like, make sure you're here by, I think it was set to be, to start at 1 or something like Uh that me and i was like but make sure you're all here by two because we have a special announcement at two mm-hmm. and so everybody's messaging me are you pregnant are you pregnant <laughs> and i'm like by kid three like do you think i would have to do something like, yeah so like, dramatic? there's <laughs> another
0: one we <laughs> <again.
2: laughs> <laughs> did it again wow, <laughs> wow.
1: congratulations <laughs> <Go infertile. us. laughs> yeah and um so uh, everybody was just like even on the facebook like like the invite And I'm like Do you really think If I was just gonna un- Answer your questions <laughs> yeah. On the Facebook I would've I would've just You'd said like, Wow you guessed it Yeah Oh my god You Wow you ruined the Forget surprise. it Thanks. Yeah Nobody Nobody come anymore <laughs> to yeah. On you. <laughs> yeah Exactly Yeah so Um Anyway, so at two o'clock we had the dj because we had a dj there and we had a photographer i just told my family and like my closest friends like hey i'm never a photographer there um it's just gonna be because i want family photos you know whatever so just try to dress nice Mm -hmm. right and it was don't don't embarrass us yeah these (laughs) pictures are forever yeah i told my sister-in-law who i love um just like my whoever was closest to us i let them know i was like hey like there's going to be a photographer there to like dress how you want to be captured in photos, you know? <laughs> so, um, anyways, two o'clock, the DJ comes on he's like, Hey everybody, like just wanted to let you know, like the announcement is like Taylor Bubba canceled their wedding. Like they're canceling their wedding and they're getting married right now. And so, while he was making that announcement outside, I was inside with my dad, who had no idea what was going on, and I told him, like, because he couldn't hear, it, and I was like, hey, dad, like, just so you know, like, Bub and I are getting married right now. So I still wanted him to walk me out, because he's, like, so sentimental, and I knew that if he did not get to walk me, like, down the aisle, like, he would be so heartbroken, oh. you know? And, like him and I have our differences but like at the end of the day like he's like I'm a daddy's girl like if nothing else you know so I was like you know I don't want to disappoint him so I brought him in there I told him and he starts he starts crying (gasps) yeah and he goes he goes you're such an asshole. (laughs) That's what he says to me. He goes, you're such an asshole. Uh And I was like, he's like, okay, we'll go get changed. (laughs) And so I went and got changed and he walked me out and he's just all like smiling ear to ear. Yeah. So happy, like so proud because he adores Bubba. Like literally if Bubba and I ever separated, like I think that, he would try to keep him like, <laughs> he's all <sorry> in the <laughs> divorce oh yeah if I have to choose it's not you yeah. <laughs> I'm over here like I'm a daddy's girl and he's like
2: he's all, oh. all sorry daddy. yeah, yeah nope. exactly wrong
1: yeah so um yeah up into a point and that oh. point is Bubba yeah so anyways um so he's so excited to give me away you know whatever so um so yeah we did that and then we were just like surprise you know oh. that was it that was a surprise and um it's funny because my sister-in-law came up to me and she was just wearing like shorts and a t-shirt and she's crying she's excited but then she's like whispering me and she goes i look like a peasant
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was like, like i told you i
1: told you <laughs> yeah. so it was super cute yeah so yeah we that was two years ago um yeah and um but yeah i feel like i've been married to him since the moment i started dating him. Like, honestly, like, it was the most natural thing, like, him and I being together, because we got pregnant with my son, like, only after six months of dating, Mm -hmm. and that was not planned. (laughs) Surprise! Also surprise, yeah, that was a doozy, and, um, yeah, but I, I had been friends with him, um, since I was 18, so Mm -hmm. I've known him since I was 18. Um, we were friends for a few years. He even, like, tattooed my ex-boyfriend and like oh, oh my oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, Oops, yeah. <laughs> so like yeah we we had been friends for a long time so when I got pregnant I was like I know this dude's good like yeah. I know he's a good dude so yeah and it's worked out um so here we are
0: so cute I know he's so cute he's cute you're like yeah I'll keep him yeah (laughs) today for today how do you um how do you handle like working in your I guess is it a studio would you call it yeah I I think so um like, the
1: tattoo shop is, like, the whole building, but there's two entrances. So, we basically built a wall down the center of it. So, okay. it's, like, I have my own entrance. I have my own oh. rooms. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, the only... There is a little break in the wall because we have to share a bathroom. Okay. Um, but other than that, it's, like, completely, like, its own thing. Oh,
0: that's
1: awesome. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I mean, I, I would call it a studio. Mm-hmm. Um but for your shop yeah I call it the shop how too that's what I'm just used to calling yeah. the, the tattoo shop you
0: know so <clears throat> so yeah um what was oh sorry I know. <laughs> how do you handle um working at the at the shop and like the kids and stuff like where's your happy balance hmm
2: question
1: <laughs> can I get back to you on that yeah, one? yeah. <laughs> no but um no I just uh to be truthful I only work uh I'm very very fortunate um that my, my husband's the breadwinner, you know, so it it gives me a lot of opportunity to be with my kids. Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel very fortunate in that way. So I really only work, um, anywhere from three to five days a week Mm -hmm. and, um, I'm able to be with my kids, like, otherwise you know so it's really cool i i feel like there's a really good balance there i don't have to work myself to death i can still absolutely love what i'm doing like i and i get to see my kids like as much as i want you know i i make make my own schedule yeah yeah so um it's really cool i feel like i'm very fortunate i like to be very honest and and open about that that i'm very fortunate to be in the situation i am that i don't have to like kill myself being there constantly yeah and, all and you that still get stuff. to
0: enjoy it yeah because you're not killing yourself doing
1: right that. exactly and I still get to like be very present with my kids yeah. and and you know before I even went to school and all of that I was a stay-at-home mom for almost like four four almost five years mm-hmm. so um you know being with them that much like any amount being away from them feels like
0: like so much. It's like, a like lot. An eternity.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I have to give it to like these women that like, like go right to work yeah. and they work a five, like five day a week job and all that stuff because it's like, it's no joke. Like having to to work all day and then come home and be mom yeah. and like and be wife or or partner or or just be on her own. Either one. You yeah. know. So it's like I feel like. Well, yes, it is extremely. It was extremely overwhelming and probably one of the most challenging things I've ever done. Being a stay-at-home mom, like, I absolutely like have to also give props to like moms that work. Be- yeah, work it's a lot. Too. Yeah, it's just a lot. It's just I a Motherhood's like my jam. Like I could go on all day about yeah. how yeah. How, yeah. how I like how I admire like mothers and what they do and stuff yeah. like that. Because it is was, was not easy, you know. Yeah. But I'm really lucky to get to have a good balance.
0: That's awesome. badass ass <laughs> mama. Uh, is that your favorite part of working for yourself?
1: Probably so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really think like after like my husband um, owning his own business, we just came up on six years for so long and then me like not directly answered because I, I worked for a little while after school um, mm-hmm. at a salon and it was really cool. I really enjoyed my experience there. Um, It wasn't anything crazy or strict. um, But it is hard to, like, work for someone else when you haven't done it in a long time. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think it is nice being able to, like, cultivate all my own ideas about my vision for my studio. And what... what, Because I'm, like, really big on um, customer service. So, like, what that means to me and all that. And it's, like, I get to have, like complete control of all of that you know so that's really cool yeah Uh, that's probably that's probably my favorite part is being able to set my own standards yeah for like cleanliness and the quality of work i put out and all of that like i get to be totally in control of that and while it's like you know that's also a lot of pressure to put on yourself if you if you try if you let it you know but at the same time it's like it's good because I I get to execute my vision. Yeah. You know, have to ask or double check with anybody. Yeah. And I'm proud of it. You know? Yeah. What's your least favorite part? Do you think, you know, I thought about that.
0: Um, you're like, I love it all. I love it all. Yeah. I, I
1: I honestly, at this point, and I'm still really new. So I want to like, I want to be very open about that. You Mm -hmm. know, like I know I have a long way to go, you know? Um, but, um, I don't know i i think like it's probably like the dumbest thing is just like having to um front all of the product oh like, yeah you know what i mean like, like damn it yeah like buying all the product in bulk yeah like it's just like a lump sum at that time and it's like i know i'm gonna make it back and then some but it's like at the moment i'm like ugh. you like so really? yeah do i really
0: need that yeah well, exactly yeah. 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 yeah yeah exactly A-Y-O-S. yeah exactly
1: <laughs> so that's yeah that's probably like the dumbest thing but yeah that's like if I had to choose it's probably that, that
0: would be that yeah it's just <laughs> did you um did you face any like specific challenges when you were starting out or did it kind of just go smoothly hmm.
1: I don't I think me I think I was the biggest challenge
0: yeah
1: like honestly like um I was it's failure to launch you know yeah. what I mean like it's it's you did um it's like a it's just like being brave enough to fail yeah. I think. And that was the whole thing. I mean, that's like... Everyone's like, when are you going to start like offering microblading and all that? Because I already did the class. I already know how to do it and all of that. But it's just getting myself to that point yeah. where I can trust myself enough you feel comfortable to enough. feel comfortable. Yeah. yeah it, it's just... It's me. Like, I'm, in general, a very anxious person. Mm-hmm. So, I'm the one that gets in my way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I really want to be confident and to be self-assured and all these things but the reality is I probably could have started this business a long time ago yeah Hmm. and I chose not to because for the they felt like valid reasons at the time you know so me I would say that's probably been the hardest part is trusting myself feeling adequate feeling you know prepared you know or, you know, realizing that I'm not prepared. I don't know what's going to come next. But, hey, like, you're not going to know. Yeah. Unless you fucking do it, you yeah. know? Like just, just do it. Yeah.
0: Just get <laughs> just your ass. Buff it out. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How huh. so do you, like, really overcome that? Are there any, like, tips or tricks you have for, like, being like, yeah, I'm a badass bitch. I can do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: That's another one. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean... I guess there
1: hasn't really been these... I don't know. I do a lot to control the anxiety. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to be really honest with you... I mean, I don't really talk to a lot of people about this. But if I'm being, like, honest, I, I've gone to therapy. And I I take medicine for anxiety. Or, like, I'll, there's lots of things that I have to do to kind of get myself to a place where I can be like, you fucking got this. Like, yeah. you have done so much... And you can do this, you know, and getting myself to a place where I trust myself and just, you know. So, truly for me, like, in my advice, I guess I would say to other women who are kind of like on the fence or whatever, it's like, just quit acting like, you know, you got it all figured out. Yeah. You know, you don't, and that's okay. And don't be scared to like
0: fail or whatever.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and just be like, you know what? I'm really stressed out about this I'm really scared about this like who can I talk to yeah you know like what can I do you don't have to do it all alone you know and I am so guilty of being like trying to take it all on on my own Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and no like you just need to talk to somebody you need to figure it out you need to you know like it's it's not easy and don't expect it to be easy you know like if you're stressed out about it if you're worried about it you just have to check in with yourself and say what is going to help me get over this hump yeah in the previous things I've dealt with in the past how did I overcome it you know and then you go from there
0: you're like "Ah, I've been here before what what did I do last time yeah exactly (laughs) it's like I've faced
1: scarier things yeah it's like how did I push through those things you know how did I get to this point
0: yeah do you ever have to deal with like um like rude or like Unruly, I guess, customers or has there anybody who's like pressed your buttons and you're just like, wow, I need to take a step back right now. (laughs) Um, You know, um, maybe not so much
1: like my clients in general. I feel like I've really rad clients. I have like the coolest people come and see me. Um, and I always hit it off with everybody, but it's funny because I guess the people who aren't my clients are like the issue, the people who, um, one advice but they only half want my advice you know it's like uh, i'm not trying to sound like a jerk but it's like i went to school for this like i know my shit i read all the i know
0: what i'm talking about yeah
1: i read this stuff on a daily basis i'm constantly like learning more about it and it's like oh i don't need that i don't think i need
0: that and i'm like okay like like, okay then just have
1: shitty skin for the rest of your life why did
0: you ask like
1: you know it's like they only half want my advice and i'm sure that's like with every Like, I'm sure hairdressers do. Like, anybody. Like, I'm sure, like, it's just whatever accommodates them you know what they're I mean? gonna hear what
0: they want to hear mm-hmm. and then it, it's not they're like mm, I guess you can't help me yeah because <laughs> like, I guess I fucking can't <laughs> yeah because there's
1: like so many people who are like I want a new skincare routine and I'm like okay cool tell me what you're doing now I'll tell you what's wrong with it and then they'll be like oh but I really like this thing I don't think it's that bad and I'm like okay well here's this chemical here's this dye here's this fragrance it's probably pissing your skin off yeah. like and they're like and then they don't like that answer. Um, they're
0: like, mm, couldn't be it. Yeah. No. I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, let don't ask. I'm taking a second opinion. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, get a third and a fucking fourth, bitch. They're going to tell you the same. Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm like, like I, get, I can't fucking deal with you right now. Yeah.
1: I can't like that. Really, that's the whole thing where it's like sunscreen That's, like, the biggest thing. Like, nobody wants to fuck with sunscreen. And I'm, like, that's pretty much all the answer, like, the answer to all your problems. Like, yeah. if you don't want to age, if you don't want to, like, be red, if you don't, you know what I mean? There's lots of different things. It's, like, you don't want to get cancer. Yeah. Like, if you just don't want cancer, like, wear some sunscreen. Use <laughs> you know I mean?
0: goddamn if sunscreen. If nothing else, like, <laughs>
1: wear sunscreen so you don't get cancer. So, I don't know. It's just... <laughs> You're
0: like, it's literally the very least you could do for your face. Yeah. Like, if you
1: don't want to do anything else, like, just put some
2: sunscreen. (laughs) Wait, like, what sunscreen do you recommend? I have,
1: uh, I I get that, like, when people are, you know, interested, they genuinely want to know. I kind of, like, try to have, like, a few options Mm because I, like, like to try a lot because I know, like... On one end, I have like one that costs $40. It's my holy grail. I love it. Yeah. You know, it's my shit. Oh my
2: God. I totally forgot that there's like other brands and like the cheap brands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh like my the banana God. Boats. Yeah. Yeah. You're no, like, no. Okay. Which banana boat do you use though? But, <laughs> but,
2: but and like I feel because whenever i think of like a higher end sunscreen i just think spf like it that's all that it says to me <laughs> you're like i don't know what this is oh my god okay i'm sorry go on no this, <laughs> is, this is great you're a clean slate you're, you're, you're ready i guess we'll both be busy you're this. ready to <laughs> absorb this information yes.
1: Yes. yes. no um so you so first of all i'll just start off with this anybody who's listening if it's less than SPF 30 it's trash throw it away it's not doing anything for you like at best you need to be wearing uh, at least SPF 30 and then if you have something else like in your because I get that a lot like oh it's in my makeup well it's like probably SPF 15 is in your makeup and that's just to couple with the 30
2: With yeah it. yeah okay. so
1: that 15 inside the makeup or whatever it's just to sit on top of the 30 to give you extra coverage like extra protection yeah it's not
2: it's not to meant to be standalone um th- i had seen this video and they use this special camera uh that that like catches like rays or whatever mm-hmm. and they they put on different things with, like, SPF in it. Oh, that's so cool. And they, you know, they put the sunscreen, pff, covered her whole face. Mm-hmm. And then she put the makeup on, and it was like, there was nothing on her face. <laughs> You're like, where did it go? I know, It was like, um, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> what is witchcraft? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um... So, yeah, you need to start with, uh, the one I, the one I wear typically is a four. So, Supergoop is the brand. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, they have, um, it's actually super cool. Um, the lady who started the brand is from here. Mm. She's from San Antonio. Yeah. mm hmm And now she's like, I don't know, it could be worldwide. I know she's nationwide at least because she's in Sephora. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, She has a ton of cool stuff. Um, what I always, why I always recommend her specifically, even though it is a little more expensive, um, I get a lot of people telling me that they don't like the smell of sunscreen and they don't like the white veil, which I totally get. Okay. I, that's why I don't like it either. I totally get it. When I first was in school and they were like, Pounding sunscreen into us, I was like, fuck sunscreen. Like, yeah, you're like it
0: leaves white all over my face and it smells terrible. Yeah, like and it my, makes my makeup greasy. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I like <laughs> the
2: way sunscreen smells. Like
0: really? <laughs> <laughs> it smells very tropical. Yeah. Uh,
2: it makes me it, it, it makes me think of like when I would go like to Slitterbon or something. Oh like yeah. It's mm-hmm. like yeah. nostalgic. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I just love the nostalgia. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um, so they have these two really cool ones, and they're more like of a silicone texture, so mm-hmm. it's almost like. When a primer on your face mm. like I still put primer over it but it's just it doesn't smell like other sunscreens and the texture and the white veil isn't there so that's why I'm like if those are your issues like that's that's what you absolutely need to go for yeah, um, it's yeah. super goop so all well
2: super goop <laughs> yeah
1: it's the best and um and then there's, like, this brand called, um... I've seen good reviews about the Aveeno ones. I tried it, and, um... Like, I typically don't really like Aveeno, but, um... You know, it has good reviews. Yeah. I mean, if you're not wearing anything over it, like, I think that one's pretty good. Um... And then there's this brand at Target right now, um, because I love Target. Like, pretty much all of my, like, low-end, like, or not low-end, but, like, you know, like, the more cheaper, affordable stuff, it's usually all at Target, because it's, like, where I always go. But um, there's this brand called Acure right now from... Mm target and they have an spf 30 that is white but it doesn't leave a white veil Mm -hmm. and it doesn't make your makeup oily Mm. it's it's really great i think it's like ten dollars yeah so yeah i love that one i always going to target Got it. (laughs) yes um but a lot of those um products in that line are really good too um yeah so and then what's another one i just recently tried um you know that brand baby bum or whatever that or it's beach bum it's the one that has like the monkey on it um i haven't tried the face one but i really like the body one Mm -hmm. um so like for people who like you know we have tattoos so Mm -hmm. if we're going out um it's just outside just to preserve your tattoos longer just because it's the right thing to do it's it's really good for your body i really like that one doesn't make me like greasy Mm uh-huh and super goop has another one for the body that's like an oil Ooh. so again like if you're not into like creams yeah. like the oil i it's my favorite i wear it every day and it makes me feel so hydrated and Ooh, it's like and I
0: meant it brightens your tattoos too because mm-hmm. mine are always all musty because i'm like i have so i have this spray and it's by kula okay i think and it's like a setting spray, but it's supposed to have SPF in it. Yeah. Have you heard anything about those? Are um, they good? Are they bad? Super, so Supergoop also has
1: a um, setting spray with SPF in it, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like the makeup. So it's like you put sunscreen on, and to then this it. is to um, heighten it, make it okay. better, just add extra coverage, or throughout the day, mm-hmm. because... I hate this part about sunscreen, but the reality is you should be reapplying it like every 80 minutes, but it's like, Mm. if you have a full face on, I'm like, girl, it's impossible. Right. It's just not, not reality. Right. Like that's just yeah that's just it you know so that's kind of a bummer so like if I wear a full beat like I can't like reapply okay, like no world. this sunscreen. isn't this yeah.
0: isn't coming off for yeah. you to go back
1: on yeah exactly <laughs> you should have been there longer um so yeah so um but if you aren't wearing makeup or anything um then yeah definitely reapply but um yeah those setting sprays are good for that so it's like throughout the day you know you're gonna be out whatever yeah. I've tried the super Goop one um I in general have had a lot of reactions to setting sprays like oh, for yeah. a re- whatever reason so I think sprays and I just, like, aren't friends. Mm-hmm. I, I, I use the Urban Decay one, but just in most instances, I usually end up, like, breaking out really bad. And just, oh, like,
0: no.
1: having a really bad reaction. Yeah. So um, I haven't tried the Kula one. Um, I've heard good things about the brand. I personally haven't, like... Because usually when I find a brand, like, what I like to do is um, start, like, researching the, the ingredients. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, that's the number one thing I like to look at is the ingredients mm-hmm. and try to figure out if it's... Um, good or not
0: yeah you're like that no mm-hmm. no oh you're yeah. good trash Man, that, that, that,
1: <laughs> it's funny <scabash. laughs> um because a lot of those like you know like brands that are like really big on instagram like glossier mm-hmm. and um like milk's popular and then um mario Badescu oh. like trash
0: <laughs> garbage oh, yeah fucking garbage <gasps> yeah really yeah yeah like
1: I mean, trash is a strong word, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's the word I'm Trash, use. yeah. But, but this, trash. Yeah. But
0: don't fucking trash. Yeah, but
1: also stop using that shit. <laughs> yeah, because there is l- less expensive things that are better.
2: they mm-hmm. are so expensive.
1: Yeah, they're really expensive. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like, all of the serums that Glossier offers, like, I could like the ordinary is a brand that i'm constantly if anybody who like follows me on instagram knows like i'm like isn't it really affordable oh my god yes like the serums that are like 40 dollars on glossier that have dyes in them Mm. um are seven dollars on the ordinary and have no artificial in like oh my god i've heard about that
0: brand before
1: yeah i i know i'm like their number one fan i'm like annoyingly like there are other brands that i
2: love but like for price point to quality, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody can beat the ordinary. Yeah, the, I know I've got a little screenshot of like a foundation or something, and it said like something was like six bucks or something like that. Yeah, I haven't yeah. tried their foundations,
1: um, but I use like I literally use like six of their serums. I um, they have a face wash. I haven't tried it yet, but they have sunscreen too. They have they have a primer. I've used their primer. It's really good. Um, like if you're doing like a full liquid like full coverage it's great um mm-hmm. yeah like i i have nothing but good things to say about that brand but but yeah there's a lot of those like high end products where it's like even like um I don't know if y'all have seen, like, Tatcha. That's, like, another brand that's, like, on the high end mm-hmm. and it's expensive. Well, it's, like... Yeah, I've, I have It has added fragrance and it has, you know, like... Rude. Just to me, it's, like, if I'm paying that much money, like, for skincare, like, you better not have anything that's in there that's going to yeah. irritate yeah. my skin. Like, yeah. And that's, like, immediately, like, um added fragrances and added dyes like you're already like stacking the odds against you basically yeah. to get a reaction
2: and, and like the thing with Glossier that like really appeals to me is that like oh bare skin can look beautiful you mm-hmm. know like and like I know like I, I joke around and I know I see people joke around they're like are you pretty enough to wear Glossier <laughs> it's always no, no. <laughs> but yeah it's because you so don't expensive. fucking need Glossier yeah right <laughs> yeah no you
1: don't
0: need that shit i'm not
1: like i'm not like you know i don't want to sound like anti-glossier but like i'm just saying like those brands like that like like i said like milk and and all those other brands it's like they're cute like their marketing game is like you know
2: yeah it's like oh i want that yeah on point
0: Mm -hmm, yeah yeah It um, very much is because i'm like oh that packaging so minimal it's so cute yeah you know pink but then i'm like so expensive yeah
2: yep so um you said pink because yes
1: yeah that's cute yeah so um yeah i mean there's just a lot of other options and that's like what i like to express the most it's like i know that like you don't know ingredients and you don't know all that stuff and that's fine because i didn't either but like i can help you like let me help you you're not like please let me help like you. not waste all your money on stuff like that like yeah. are there high-end products that are rad yes absolutely like there's a reason why they're so expensive and all that stuff but it's like you don't have to like ball out for your whole skincare routine no yeah
2: um what about what about what do you think about lush i love lush yeah Okay. Yeah. (laughs) and that was something i got really scared when
1: i went into went into school i was like oh my god because i everybody knows i love lush and Mm -hmm. like i was scared that i was gonna find a reason not to like them because i love them so much and um no like when i am like because i don't have like a product line i endorse like specifically or sell at my studio or anything like that so like when i'm helping someone build their skincare routine um generally you should be exfoliating at least like two to three times a week Mm -hmm. and um i but in like people think like you need like the charcoal and all that stuff it's like no it is way too harsh like don't use the nose strips like don't use because all that stuff just strips your face yeah
2: and then if (laughs) if you're already
1: oily like it's like you're just gonna pour all that oil back into your pores and they're just gonna fill right back up those Mm -hmm. strips are garbage i don't know why
0: they exist like okay i'm writing all of this down (laughs) There, there was
2: um there was this video of this girl i was watching and she was doing her makeup and she was saying that like she like around her nostrils is where she puts a lot of concealer because she used to use the pore strips and like now she's got like little craters from like from like she it probably being, scarred like, herself yeah yeah that's exactly yeah. what yeah. she did and I was like that's so scary and like they're way too harsh I yeah. was I was using them for like a tiny bit just cause I mean everybody wants yeah. to be poreless on their nose yeah and on like i was like using them and i was like ah like i feel like like my nose is like starting to get like that so like now mm-hmm. i'll just i'll just you know what i mean like
1: there's other things you can do yeah for sure i mean a- and that's just the reality is we all want to have no pores on our nose yeah and it's just not real <laughs> You're it's, all, it's, not happen. yeah. just, it's not gonna <laughs> happen okay like it's just not a thing um <laughs> So yeah, but um, it just people just end up stripping the shit out of their face. And so when you are either oily already or combination or whatever, and you strip your face of your natural oils, it tells your brain to, oh, we need to produce oil. Yeah. Like our face is dry or whatever. So you start overproducing so your pores get filled up again or, yeah. or you get oily because I know like when I was younger and I used those pore strips I would always think like the next day like man my nose is so oily yeah like after using yeah. it and it's because your body's like I gotta send oil there
0: hey girl you took all my oil yeah <laughs> all my
1: natural oil Yeah, bitch yeah. so um so yeah but um, anyways going back to Lush um they, they are, like, king in my mind for, like, gentle exfoliation, um, like, that you should be using for, like, once or twice a week. Like, Angels on Bare Skin, shout out, like, that is my jam right there. Like, it's so gentle, and um, it's just good enough to give yourself a good little scrub just once or twice a week, you know? that's yeah. So, yeah, I end up loving... I, I love Lush. Like, they have great toners. They have... Just everything. I think all things good come from there. Yeah, I love them. <laughs>
2: is there um, is there anything that like you could recommend for like, for like somebody who like does just like wants to use like as little or as natural a product as possible? Like, yeah, for sure. I so me personal personally just a personal preference.
1: I always try to go um, first off cruelty free. Um, Mm -hmm. with all of my products and then um, as natural as possible so um, I have like a strict rule like I've already said basically like no added dyes no added fragrances like I like to try to keep it as because I mean the reality is and I learned this when I was kind of like trying to choose schools which one to go to because Aveda um, has a great esthetician program but they're all natural Mm -hmm. and um, so you can't do like chemical peels and you're not going to get like um So, like, when you want to do what's called a, um, chemical exfoliation, I know it's, like, a little scary, because at first I was like, hell no, like, I'm not putting no chemicals on my face, whatever, right? But basically, all it is, is it's just basically a way to describe, like, the molecules that are in the product that you're using, Mm -hmm. and the molecules can, depending on how small they are, um... It's, like, how deep they can penetrate, kind of. So, it's, like, when you, like, look at, like... Have you all heard of, like, salicylic acid, mm-hmm. yeah, for example? So, that's great for acne treatment, mm-hmm. right? So, that is um, that is a form of chemical exfoliation, okay. right? So, it's not natural, mm-hmm. but it is important when you have acne, acne mm-hmm. right? Like, you cannot be without it. I mean, not cannot, but it's, like, that's going to fix your acne yeah. more often than not, as long as it's not cystic and, like, an actual, um, like medical issue right so with that in mind i try to stay natural but the reality is like you don't want to be too natural all the time yeah because if you want to exfoliate your skin gently you can with chemicals um the reality is you need, you know, like, your serums and stuff like that to have, like, lactic acid in them. Yeah. And, and those are things that can be found in plants and stuff like that. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean they're all synthetic. Like, some of them are natural and, like, found in everyday life. Like, hyaluronic acid. Oh, yeah. For example, that's, like, a huge thing. I, like, tell everybody whether you're oily, dry, combination, whatever, like, hyaluronic acid, is right? Isn't that
0: in the little jar yeah. that we have? We have a moisturizer because I have to use a water-based moisturizer because... <laughs> creams are too thick for me yeah and this one has like how acid in it yeah is it like I a gel gone. consistency yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah i love gel mo- i tell yes. people like even when even when they aren't like on the dry side i'm like you cannot go wrong with a gel yeah like i i love those like creams just like they just sit like yeah. there's a lot of exactly. instances where they just sit on the top
0: and i always feel like more greasy than anything
1: yeah yeah, yeah, for yeah
2: sure. it feels heavy yeah
1: are you using a toner before you put on your moisturizer
0: I (laughs) I don't know anything about like I don't know the right like order to do things like I'm just like yeah this is supposed to be okay for me so I'm gonna use it yeah (laughs) no so uh,
1: the the order of things how you should do things um just always remember you want to take your makeup off first Mm -hmm. I need to really, really express this because this is a common thing I run into is that you need to take off your makeup first. So many girls, they're like, they wash their makeup off when they wash their face. Oh,
0: no. (laughs) Right. Okay, good. Yeah, exactly.
1: You're washing your makeup off. You're not washing your skin. Yeah. I feel like you would be surprised. Like, a lot of... And it's okay. Like, if you didn't know. I'm, (laughs) I'm not trying to shame anybody. Like, if you didn't know, it's okay. But I'm just letting you know, like, you need to... Wait, take your makeup off first. So get wipes, get whatever you do to take your makeup off first. Take your makeup off as much as you can, and then wash your face with a gentle cleanser. You shouldn't be using anything that's scrubby um, every single day. You shouldn't be using anything that's like charcoal, baking soda, all that stuff. Like, there's this brand, Simple, that's at like at H E B, Target, and it's like, um, it's like there with like Cetaphil and all of those brands. Oh like, yeah. excuse me, there. Um, gentle no dyes no t- like all that stuff that kind of fit into my criteria simple my favorite though and um so that's what i use i use it's like six dollars oh dang yeah it's simple
0: like affordable yeah exactly <laughs>
1: like i i do skincare for a living and that's like that's the cleanser i use it's like a six dollar cleanser i love it and so um so you wash your face and then um and then you tone so you would spray a toner a lot of people like put it on with cotton like mm-hmm. i just i i prefer spraying it like spray your face get your face nice and you know moist mm-hmm. and then you do your serums cuz the the toner kind of works like almost to kind of reopen those pores okay. to accept the serums and the moisturizer you're okay. about to give them so even if like after you're done rubbing on your serums and your face is kind of dried up a little bit spray toner again it's not a big deal like just spray the toner again then put your moisturizer on your eye cream and then um you know sunscreen and then a uh, primer I always recommend a primer but not everybody has to use one but yeah. I just think it's the best um so yeah and then a primer and then your makeup if you're into your makeup huh. yeah so face wash um toner serums moisturizer
0: mm-hmm. huh. and you put the you put your sunscreen on after your moisturizer correct okay mm-hmm. yeah and I should be taking notes on this
1: <laughs> that's okay I'll send it to you it's fine <laughs> yes, yes I got you yeah um so yeah um what was I talking about for that blush Okay. Oh, because yeah. I had blush. asked
2: you about like natural
1: oh yeah, yeah yeah so I always try to so that brand simple is really great for that um um, to be on the more natural side. Um, Lush, like their cleansers and stuff, they're good, but um, they, you know, they're a little expensive. Yeah. You know, they're more on the expensive side and they expire and stuff like that, which is great. But I mean, if you're trying to keep it cost efficient, yeah. there's no reason why you can't find a good, um, like some, I also use this, the Simple has a gel moisturizer too. Ooh. Yeah. That I really like. Um, so yeah, but I, the moisturizer I used, moisturizer I use now. This is a mouthful <laughs> um it's from this brand called um youth to the people mm-hmm. they're at sephora and they're really great they're all natural because if you, you can go into sephora and you can tell them like hey i want a clean like that's what they call it clean um makeup or i'm um, sorry um skincare line and they'll show you like you, youth to the people and then they have like um herbivore i think is one and then there's there's a few different ones there and so um uh there's another one called the inky list Mm -hmm. that's like second to the ordinary it's really really good products and really really cheap Mm -hmm. like just great they're so like under the radar it's great that they're in sephora i think that's awesome but but, yeah they're just like a tiny little area in sephora with them and they are great they're Mm -hmm. great products um so yeah um yeah, you can go into Sephora and just kind of tell them what you're looking for. Um, yeah. But that that youth to the people, they're they're a good brand. Um, I really like the moisturizer I'm using right now. It's like a mushroom-based moisturizer, Ooh. and I'm like all about like learning about mushrooms right now. It's like my latest thing that I'm learning about. <laughs> so yeah, when I saw that there was like a mushroom-based moisturizer, I was like, hell yeah! I girl, sign
0: me the fuck. Up yeah, we'll see what this shit's about. <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. That's so tight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let mm-hmm. me go back to my question i'm glad we got off though
1: because that was all very insightful <laughs> i know i'm like am i rambling or no, is this like no. really helpful okay it's so helpful um
0: let's see what happened i, I have
1: just to spilled my here. water all over myself so oh, it's like, wow. i need a straw at all times <laughs> I'm,
0: like <a> child. <laughs> I'm like don't trust me oh my god that was me last night we were coming home from oh no we we're going to austin and I went to drink my water and, like, I, I guess I thought that the, like, the opening was smaller than it was. And I was all, oh,
2: wow,
0: <laughs> Wait, what? <you're> fucking go.
1: <laughs> back. She didn't get my shit together.
0: I yeah. I'm like, God damn it, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, were you thirsty? Yeah. I was like, fuck you. Shut <laughs> your ass
1: up. I'm just, shut just
0: shut up. <laughs> oh, my God, Taylor, do you want to do our ASMR for the day? Mm. <laughs> oh my god! What is that? Um, so we just do like every like every episode we do like a tiny little ASMR segment. Okay. I was thinking we could shake the tahini bottle. What do you think? Whatever,
2: whatever Taylor wants to do. Yeah, whatever
0: you want to do. Ooh. Do you have anything that you like particularly want to ASMR with?
1: Um, mm, I don't know.
0: <laughs> like you eat, eat some pineapple. Does eating
1: fruit have a sound? I yeah. like yeah. Disgusting when I do it.
0: But Wait,
1: Oh yeah, there's definitely a sound. Okay, okay, good. We'll do that then. Okay, so
0: Mm -hmm. let's announce it and then we will, yeah, we'll do it. Okay. Okay. So today's ASMR is going to be done by Taylor and she's going to be eating a piece of pineapple for us. Okay, are we ready? Yeah. Some more Yeah. <laughs> oh my yes, let's be sued. I <laughs> like oh this.
1: It's crazy. Let me see. Let me get a little piece here. This is real big.
0: <laughs> oh my yeah, just go for it.
2: <laughs> oh, that went out of
0: crutch oh, Yeah, I get here <laughs> it. sounds like she's carrots. <laughs> She's like, are you eating carrots over there? <laughs> <laughs> yes, queen. Mm, mm, great! Mm, yes. Delicious. <laughs> yes, yes, yes! Yay! Good job, good job, good job! Little both clap. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Fucking opera. Stop. Um, let's see. What do you What do you do um, for um, like hobbies outside of of working and? Momming and
1: wifing. (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) I'm still trying to figure it out. (laughs) Same girl. Yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. Um, I feel like I've struggled with that a lot, like being stay at home for so long. Mm -hmm. You really do, like, I really do. I really got to a point where I felt like I was nobody if I was not my children's mother. Oh. You know, and that was like a huge um, it was a struggle. I, I went I really went through it like being a stay at home mom yeah. um, when I was when Oswald was about four months old. I got really bad um, postpartum depression, mm. um, like extremely severe. I um, I didn't want to live anymore. I uh, I thought he was better off without me. It was really intense. I've never experienced anything like that. And um, once I finally came out of that, I was kind of like, okay, like, yes, you are a mother and you love this child and and all of that, but it's like, you have to figure out how to take care of yourself. Yeah. Because like, you know, what is it like when you can't, you can't um, fill someone else's cup up. If yours is if empty. If yeah. And I mean, and that was over five years ago, and I'm still constantly asking myself that question, like, how do I make myself happy outside of being a partner yeah. and um, a mother? And, you know, <clears throat> I don't really have the answer still, you know? Yeah. I always think, like, man, I'd really like to, like, read some books, or I'd really like to listen to some new music, or I'd really like to pick up a hobby like I see like a ton of cute girls are like roller skating right yeah. now and like and I'm just like man like where do I even find the time for that yeah like just or even just exercising like yeah. I would love to exercise not just to lose weight like I really liked lifting weights like yeah. I used to do that a long time ago I'd just love to do that again because that was just fun yeah. and um you know there's just so many things that I'm like man I would love to do that and I'm like or even painting I used to love painting like you know it's just I just I guess I don't make the time for it and I just But it's hard
0: to find that time
1: yeah I convince myself that you know it's like where would I even find the time you know it's like if if I have somebody watching my kids it's like you know I usually want to you know have some time with my husband we like go to movies like we love going to the movies that's like my favorite thing so I guess I guess if I I love going to the movies I'm like
0: i don't know if that's a that's ho- something is that
1: a hobby i, I love
0: yeah. going to the movies um a movie connoisseur I guess, yeah i
1: mean i'm not hard to impress like i'm not like a movie <laughs> snob i think i only have like one person where i'm like fuck them like i don't like any of their mo- movies um lars von tier um, oh he did uh nymphomaniac and yeah. he did i just think it's like annoying and like that he like it's almost like he gets off on being disgusting oh. yeah like i don't um, know. have you seen his movies like have you seen
2: i can't think of the, of the name of it but his there's one mother movie he was did most recent or no, no, where no he the she like she cut off her clip. that's i think that's nymphomaniac
0: there's there, three of those no
2: it's a different one um it's not nymphomaniac but it is with that same lady oh okay. and she's like i can't i can't remember her who the who the husband is i um what's is it um oh what's his name he's
1: in the spider-man he's the goblin i think um maybe i'm totally wrong i have no idea I don't know. I don't know. I think is it called the the Antichrist. Name? Lars what? Yes. Lyre, Lars von Trier. Yes. yes. He just recently did this movie called The House That Jack Built, and I haven't I haven't oh. watched it. But yeah. he took it to Cannes and he took it to the music festival or the the film festival, and like almost everybody walked out of it. Like that's probably the biggest walkout they've had in uh-huh. history. He made a movie
0: with
1: Bjork in it. Yeah, and he just like it's like cuz his his movies like depict violence against children and oh my like God. and like there's like actual like i don't know it's just i just think like he's one of the after seeing like mother that was his like second to last movie before uh. the house that jack built yeah i was like this dude is a fucking dumbass.
0: Also, you're always a fucking psycho. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like,
1: I can appreciate like, I love horror movies. I love all of that stuff. But it's yeah. like, ugh, we get it. Like, you're so edgy. Like, Yes. Yeah, you're willing to kill um, kids in your, your movies. That That's you're
2: so cool. Uh, like, that's what I was, because I'm going to bring it up again. So we, we we recently saw Midsummer, right? You know, I'm I was going to
1: ask you what y'all thought about Midsummer. Yes. Okay.
2: And Let's, and, let's sorry, circle back sorry. to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, so what I was telling Kayla was that I liked that it wasn't all for nothing. Like, I liked that you know, she had that piece at the very end. You know, like it was really, really, really at the very fucking end, but it wasn't just a movie where they're just like (laughs) where they're just (laughs) like doing stupid (laughs) shit just to do it. Like, Because I feel like that's like a lot of like a lot of movies like they like you said they just want to be edgy and it's yeah. all this stupid fucked up shit but it's just like yeah like for literally no reason yeah exactly to waste my fucking time yeah, yeah. exactly like, yeah yeah
1: so i saw midsummer recently or did you finish midsummer? no no i was finished i was oh. finished i was like yeah i saw midsummer recently and um so did y'all see hereditary yeah, I, I did not
0: finish watching it. As soon as I heard her scream, I stopped. I turned it off. Which one, which scream? The mom scream
2: when she gets her when head she, when, when she when she finds, finds her the,
0: yeah
2: body. Oh man, there
1: is this amazing dialogue between the mother and the son at the dinner table. Uh-huh. Like not that long
0: after that, I need to try to rewatch it. Honestly, like maybe maybe we'll watch it later. I need to try to rewatch to it. To
1: me, as far as like I I I like to use the word horror movie loosely, but it's like as far as a horror movie goes, yeah, it was a ten for me. Yeah, like honestly, perfection. Like it made me genuinely scared. Like I slept with the light on that night, and maybe yeah. I'm a wuss. I, that's fine. I, I am. Like, but it, <laughs> gen- it genuinely scared me, and there were parts where I cried. Cause it was exactly. just so heartbreaking like there's this amazing dialogue between the mother and the son because you know that the son accidentally yeah like, mm-hmm, like yeah. spoiler alert are we, just, are we no not? yeah oh oh
0: just um so if you're still listening hey um we're gonna be talking <laughs> <He's> about midsummer and hereditary uh, so there are spoilers ahead. If you haven't seen either of those, or one of the other, you can go ahead and skip ahead uh, past this. Thank you. Okay, yeah. go
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's like, so you are. This isn't a spoiler for you. You already know that the the yeah. sun accidentally kills mm-hmm. this. This, which was like, whoa, yeah. so unexpected. Like, and what the fuck? Because you know, and it was so like, I I'm so that movie. It was so well. Um, the way they the way they did like the commercials and everything because in every commercial and every trailer the girl was in it throughout yes yeah yeah it was genius it was genius the way that they were they really made you think like you were so taken back by her being killed off in
0: like what 30 minutes or not even that long honestly that's i think that's part of the reason too i was like if it's starting out like this like i'm not gonna fucking do this like no i heard the mom scream I saw the head and I fucking was like, nope, I'm out. Like, yeah. I, I'm checked out.
1: Yeah. It, no, it, it is worth the watch because, like, I, as, as crazy as it seems, like, you, like, just thinking about it, like, so, if you were the mother and you had two children mm-hmm. and one of them accidentally killed the other, I know this is a reach, like, hopefully, yeah. like, none of us never experienced this. There's, Mom, hopefully, there's very few people who ever experience it. Yeah. But it's like, if that were to become the case, just imagine. Like I feel like it's Tony Collette, right? Yes. She's so accurately, like I feel like just just nails how it would feel to feel so sorry yeah. and so heartbroken for your child knowing that they have this guilt that they they have have to to live live with with that they killed their sibling and then you're also so angry at them like for what they did so like she was somehow able to manage like to accurately convey like feeling like wanting like naturally your motherly instinct to want to nurture this child that is hurting and made a mistake wasn't on purpose you know what i mean but also you're so fucking angry at them because they took away like part of you you know it's like she was so able she was so good at nailing that and there's a conversation between them mm-hmm. where she talks about that and i just had tears running down my face oh my the God. entire time where cuz she just like she nailed it like she was just like yelling at him like i am so sorry that you feel so bad but i you know what i mean but i'm so angry you know and it yeah. was just like it was so good. Like mean, I feel like that movie was just, <laughs> yeah, just, and that's just one part. Like the end is just. There's a lot of crazy things that happen, and it's so good. It is like nonstop great to me.
2: I I think the thing with that movie is like it's scary in like a lot of different aspects. Yes, because like she has this really weird relationship with her with her mother, and right. then that dynamic happens with. With her and the son, and then there's a little bit of like supernatural, yeah. And then the whole fucking the the shit at the end, like yeah. like it's all like very different it's like, dynamic, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and like and and like it all comes together and it like it like weaves within each other like very perfectly, yeah.
1: And that the son, the the son, phenomenal actor. He did a he did yeah. a great job, yeah. Like it's just for me, the acting was was perfect, the storyline, and yeah, there was just like this. There was just enough, like, weirdness. Like, with the whole dollhouses. How she was, like, the painting the dollhouses. Yeah. It's like that wasn't important to the story. But it was somehow still a part of the story that you could love. And, like, could could bring it all full circle. Like, yeah. You know, so there was just little details like that. That just made it so masterful, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, like, he really knew what he was doing. You know? Yeah. I knew that Midsummer was not a follow-up to Hereditary. I knew it was not to be compared to hereditary yeah, in I, the knew, same I knew that they were different yeah. mm-hmm. but with that in mind I still I still just didn't love it the way I loved hereditary no. I know unpopular opinion I know <laughs> everybody I've talked to they're like it's a 10 it's perfect everything's <laughs> perfect and I'm like man like compared to hereditary I mean I shouldn't be comparing them but yeah. like they just it's not the same. Yeah, like they're well, not like not there for me. mid. Midsummer was not there for me. No, but it was good. Yeah, I read this article about like um, like uh like daytime horror uh-huh. and how like you really have to like be prepared to acclimate acclimate to that vibe. Yeah, like horror in the sunlight. Yeah, because it was you're like right so there. not used to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I thought, wow, that's a really that was a really cool idea. And I think that just in itself shows that. And that dude just knows what he's doing I think yeah. it's even cool that he was even willing to do like a like a summer like a daytime yeah. horror thing you even know? try
0: to do it and like how mm-hmm. bold yeah the yeah, so yeah. one thing that I did tell Regina that I really didn't like is um when they're like wheeling the, the bodies into where the place they're gonna burn them like mm-hmm. they looked fake like, they looked so rubber.
1: Okay, so ex- so probably my number one complaint about the movie, and I've already told this to other people, and I'm pro- people are probably like, what? But at the very end, when they crown her the May Queen, mm-hmm. uh, you can tell they're all fake flowers. Oh, yeah. You can see that they're fake flowers, like, if you look close enough. Yeah. And I'm, like, really? You're,
0: like, Are you surrounded, surrounded in the... All of this probably, effort. Yeah. You probably
1: <laughs> shot the whole movie in one spot. Like, you know, you probably saved plenty of money on yeah. the scene, you know? Yeah. On yeah. The, and so they... Um, I was really irritated that I could tell that the flowers were fake and some of that other stuff. Yeah. Like, I really felt like that was that was lazy lazy yeah (laughs) a little bit yeah i was really irritated by the flowers yeah i was like wow i was really looking forward to seeing this gorgeous may queen yeah covered in flowers and all of that and i was just like could not get over the fact that it looked fake yeah
0: you're like hello please step it up yeah step
2: it up 1-800 flowers come through yeah I, I, i i feel like um like when she's in that little that flower dome and like like she's like she's trying to she's like running sort of mm-hmm. but like you can see it swaying I feel like I it would have been really cool if it just like started falling apart you know yeah yeah because it, it, it seemed of very it. mechanical you yeah. know and, yeah it was and like, and almost just like ridiculous a, uh,
0: like she was inside of like yeah just a like 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 a
2: costume yeah. you know like it didn't feel like super genuine yeah you know yeah, so I almost feel as
1: though it was like rushed a little bit yeah you know and it's like that. yeah that's disappointing you know yeah. Yeah. because I felt like like I said like you know hereditary was a 10 for me so I was like expecting this to be like same quality, same you know what I mean? And I, I just felt like and it was beautiful. It was a gorgeous movie. Yeah. Like all the sun and and all that stuff. But it's like I don't know. And then it's like I hate when people laugh during excuse me horror films and stuff like that like unless it's like deliberately funny you know but man there was some stuff there was some parts in midsummer that were like ridiculous where she walks in and she's like the children are watching austin powers
0: oh yeah <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> <hello>. <laughs>
1: like wait wait why are you coming to us with this like deliberate comedic relief yeah like i'm not interested in this you know? yeah
0: i think the thing was that like regina and i were like this isn't this isn't a horror movie like yeah this is literally a breakup movie like mm. my thing behind the movie was like the imagery of like or like the correlation to like real time events for like the person who made the movie because I remember like seeing um seeing something like some article about like oh like um like a bad breakup inspires like woman to write this this story or whatever and I'm just like yeah I'm sure that's the only thing that inspired yeah. her you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah because that could be the only thing yeah but like it was like like it was like this imagery of like her breakup like all the shitty things that she went through with this man and then she had to make a choice like to either pick him and like basically die because I'm pretty sure they would have like eventually killed them both like if -hmm. if she chose the other one Mm -hmm. or like live in this new like found like type of life that you have you know what I mean and like I found myself rooting for like her and for the commune and like Really, and, like, butt those guys, like, yeah, yeah. That's em.
1: interesting. Uh, <laughs> see, I, I saw it as like, um, a, about like family dynamics and like mm-hmm. trauma within family. Yeah,
0: that makes sense.
1: Because, like, I, I mean, it was undoubtedly, undoubtedly, like, you know, the part with the cheating and all that stuff. Yeah. But he, he proved himself to be a douchebag several times. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna, um, stick up for him in that way. But at the same time, it's, like, he was literally put under a spell. Yeah. Like, when he boned that chick, you know? Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah, and they were, like, pushing his ass into her. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I like,
0: like, like, that, made, that scene made me so uncomfortable. Like, yeah, it like, was all just, of like, hard was like, to watch. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is this yeah. funny or is this awful? Uh, I don't know. I'm like, is this terrible? I think the thing was that, like, to, like, another um, part of it was, like, that whole, like, family dynamic like embracing her like that guy had told her like has he does he hold you like has he ever like embraced you does he make you feel like happy Mm -hmm. and like she found that like at the end of the movie and I was just like ah, yeah yeah okay
2: (laughs) my my favorite part like my favorite part is like when she's like when she sees you know her boyfriend fucking that guy and then like they take her back to the bed and like she's crying and then they're like all over her and like then they start like screaming the way that she is because I'm like oh my god like this is where they're actually being really fucking weird but then like you see and like her face is being held and it's like for me it's like a very like tender moment like an intimate yeah, tender moment because they're like you know like we're feeling this this, you, the same way that you are, and yeah. we don't even fucking know
0: you. Yeah, you know? we love
1: you so much yeah. that we are willing to go through this
2: with yeah. you. Yeah, we want yeah. to
0: feel how you feel. If you're if you're hurting, like we want to hurt. Like they're screaming when the guy's like on fire in there. I mean, and it's fucked up, but, like... Yeah. Literally, they're like, I love you, that, like, if you're feeling this, I want to feel that with you. Mm Mm-hmm. And And they're going crazy. Yeah, you don't have to scream about this, like, alone. Alone, yeah. Yeah, I'll take this on
1: with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is ideally, and that's why I go back to the family thing, is I think ideally, like, that's how you want you know, your family to be. I, yeah. I think when you think of, like, a family or a village or whatever your case is, like, bringing up, like, going through something on your own or just having kids or whatever the case is, it's like, if you have somebody who's willing to be like, let me share, like, share this load with me, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's like, I think that's the ultimate, like, unconditional love. Yeah. You know, like, I'm willing to bear this pain with you, Yeah. You know?
2: I, I, I think that that was very prominent when, after they had seen those people jump off the cliff and she was talking to Christian she's like you know like aren't like don't you she was just asking him like if he was affected you know like cuz she was very distraught. he was like oh yeah yeah but um, i'm trying to keep an open mind you know and she's yeah. like she's like what do you mean like <laughs> like what <laughs> the fuck does that mean <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it's and it was so crazy cuz like we didn't think about before like she literally had nothing to go back to like yeah. there was nothing for her anymore yeah and her, her parents death on top of that was like a whole another thing that I was like that wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well when it popped off like that I was like fuck yeah. Like this movie's yeah. gonna yeah. be it.
1: You know but I felt like that was the uh, that other than them jumping off the cliff was like the only. And right like I mean it wasn't a horror movie but you know what I mean? Like that was a strong start. A strong yeah, yeah. start like to fucking gas out your parents like that.
0: Yeah. That was intense. And then to show like the sister like Yeah. in was. her own vomit. Yeah. Ugh
2: thousand times yeah i i just i i just really i really liked it because like for me it was like oh like this story is about her and this is like this is her fate like she had to have gone to this place and experienced all this these shitty things after she had lost all of her family you know in order for her to feel like safe again you know like because I feel like if she had gone back like there wouldn't have been anything for her like had she made it through you know and then how you said like they probably would have killed her you know and it just I just it's a lot yeah yeah well I mean
1: like and there's a lot to talk about like with with what her home life was like before yeah before her sister and parents did die because she was stressed out all the time yeah because of them so it's like even if they weren't dead, like, her life back home wasn't, you know... It wasn't
0: exactly great. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly, because she lived in a constant state of anxiety trying to figure out, like, if her sister was really going to kill herself this yeah. time, Yeah, you know? And she's like, well, what the fuck?
2: And, and like, um, like, the trailer, it made it seem as though she was, like like actually like a really horrible girlfriend like yeah. yeah. Yeah, like and I was like, oh you know, going in like I think I know <laughs> what you to just, expect. I'm like, she's just struggling. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but then like it turns out that like she's actually like she's the one, like he's the he's the he's the asshole, you know. And yeah. Taylor
0: will know about this. I told Regina like as soon as it came on, I was like, this feels so like familiar. Like all of this feels so fucking familiar. <laughs> it's so crazy.
1: All the, the, the downplaying of the emotions yes. and all of that all shit. Of it. Yeah.
0: I was just like, "Hey, girl, I haven't <laughs> seen you in a while. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Terrible, I hope."
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, it was intense. It was very much a lot. When things were moving, it was so cool. Like all the stuff oh, moving in the background was my like God. Part
2: of our favorite. Part. It was constant. <laughs> yeah. mm. I was talking
1: to um, I'll leave her nameless, but um a friend of mine who recently um tried tried mushrooms for the first time uh-huh. and so she was saying that um that all of all of that like when they were chipping on the mushrooms that it was like hella accurate i haven't i haven't tripped on them but i've been microdosing mm-hmm. so i haven't like felt any effects of being high but like i take a little piece of like psilocybin mushrooms like every day yeah, for like Dang. depression and anxiety. Yeah. Have you ever read about it or? No. Oh man, it's so interesting. So, I listened to this podcast, and um, it's Joe Rogan of all people. I kind of love him, but I don't want to love him, but I kind of do. Him, yeah. 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 Um, so he had on uh, Paul Stamets, um, who is like. The leading he's like number one in my mycology, so he's like the best when it comes to mushrooms mm-hmm. and like all the science behind it and all of that stuff. he's saying there's like five million different kinds of mushrooms, and there's just like crazy and yeah. he basically is like he's like mushrooms number one fan like he is so it's so sweet listening to him talk about them because uh-huh. he loves talking about them and um i don't think it's on joe rogan's like podcast like on on um apple or whatever anymore but you can get it on youtube like i i extremely extremely rec- like i recommend it to everybody who's dealing with any kind of depression or anxiety or just as curious about it it doesn't really matter like they just want to there's something about their lives that they want to kind of change their direction that they're going in or how yeah. they perceive things um I recommend it because it is really so so amazing. Um, but yeah, basically, like, um, when you're like stressed or um depressed or whatever, or like people with PTSD, mm-hmm. like, have you ever seen the brain scans where like the brain scans are literally different, like before post traumatic yeah. stress and then after, like, it changes the, the brain, right? So, the same thing happens when you're depressed and anxious, you're you um, you basically rewire your brain to react that way and like perceive things that way and just like you start to like totally just change the way your outlook on life is meant like mentally like literally, and so when you take the psilocybin in small doses, it has the power to rewire the brain. Yeah, so I mean it's it it's not something that you can just take and expect like to cure you yeah you have to like take it in small doses and I believe it's like five days on two days off and um I always tell people like do your research like just really look into this or if you want to talk more about it like you know I'm I'm happy to share like what I know about it but um if you take it in small it's like literally like so small it's like Mm -hmm. a small dose and um and if you're mindful, or if you're thoughtful in your thought patterns, like you know you're feeling anxious, you know you're feeling depressed, or whatever, and you you see yourself that, and you you decide like, okay, I'm not going to give into this. I'm not. Yeah. You know, you slowly will, with the help of the psilocybin.
0: <laughs> Damn ghosts.
1: <laughs> um, you you will like rewire. Mm-hmm. Your brain that's
0: so cool yeah it's it's but, like, really incredible.
1: That, that blows my fucking
0: yeah mind. because
1: like dude you should listen to the podcast because paul stamets he's like no nonsense about it like, you can tell joe rogan's trying to joke with him about it and he is like, he's no, like sir. No, no this is no, sir. not a joke yeah <laughs> don't call them shrooms like these are these are special gifts like yeah. literally they they are unbelievably powerful i think he wrote his b- first book about mushrooms when he was like 17 mm-hmm. like this has been his life like forever And um, he was talking about... And he describes it best. I always mess it up. But it's, like, he had, like, a... I think he called it, like, a stage four, um, uh, like, stutter. Uh To where, like, he couldn't get any words out. And he says, like, mushrooms, like, cured his stutter. He doesn't stutter, like, at all. He was like, I can do not. I could not get a word out. And he was like... And also just so you know like never ever try to finish a person that's stuttering like sentence yeah like it's so humiliating oh yeah he was like he like lived it for like all of his childhood like could not yeah talk like had to go to therapy all of that stuff and yeah he said that one day he just like tripped really really hard on mushrooms and was like you will stop stuttering like you will stop stuttering like he for like forced that on himself and He said after that, like, unless he's extremely anxious or whatever, like, rarely it will come out. But since then, he hasn't stuttered.
0: That's so crazy. That's
1: so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. He was, and so Jorgen was kind of like, so what about um, other mushrooms? You know, he's like, yeah, there's lots of different, like, I take mushroom supplements, all sorts of things. Like, there's lots of different mushrooms to do different things. They do a lot of cool different stuff. And he was like, so what about even, like, like, you know, like, portobello? And he was like, I cannot like continue this conversation because uh, he, he works for the government so like whatever he knows about portabellos he like cannot share it with the public
0: uh, what what yeah like, let's go eat some are you not like intrigued
1: right yeah. like it's it's crazy he was like i and joe was like are you joking he was like no i, I can't continue this conversation it's like the uh-huh. fuck what? like uh-huh. what are they ca- what are they capable of yeah, yeah. so let's
0: smoke them mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> he's
1: like yeah, yeah like when you just cook them like just every day and he was like yeah he just like wouldn't have the conversation about it that's
0: so crazy yeah because he uh-huh. was talking
1: about all the different like so one thing and he'll go he also it talks about how like um his mom had like stage four breast cancer or whatever and feeding her like a a steady dose of turkey tail mm-hmm. mushrooms like how that basically cured her
2: What?
1: yeah dude like you gotta listen to it it's just it's crazy yeah and now I'm, I'm like really blown I'm right like now. I love mushrooms but
0: I'm just like <laughs> mushrooms I love you yeah exactly
1: if you're listening right now mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> tell me yeah like, yes. <laughs> yeah no, I was cool. just so blown away by like that and then after that I started like talking to other people that I knew that were into it and then like reading more about it and it's just like so cool
0: so like the micro dose that you take is it
1: just like a piece like do you buy mushrooms mm-hmm. and then like eat yeah. a piece of it mm-hmm. okay yeah i just buy mushrooms off this dude and um he's he's really cool he's like really knowledgeable like because i kind of told him i was like hey like i really don't know what i'm doing like the most is like i, I smoke weed like you yeah. know what i mean i really don't know how to fuck with all the drugs and i was like um you know this is what I, my intentions are and he was like yeah like these are all you know they're all like vacuum sealed and stuff like that he's like yeah he's like since you're microdosing you probably only need like a fourth or whatever i don't know and um uh yeah he's like you just break it up it's like the like half of your fingernail it's like it's really small and then i think like if you have a different tolerance like yeah you would probably do a little more but like me coming from like pretty much nothing
2: um to that it was like he's like yeah you just pull a little piece off and eat it so wait okay so i know it's microdosing but like is it anything that, like, you can take, like, at the beginning of, like, a work day or something? hmm Oh, okay. Yeah, like, how you just, how you would start your day, like, for me, I take vitamins, so it's, like, I just pop it in when I take my vitamins. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What the And you said fuck? it doesn't, like, make you, like, it doesn't have, like, the psychoactive properties. None of it. That's yeah. Wait, okay, Ooh. I'm
2: sorry, maybe I missed it. So, what does microdosing do? Like, it helps with um, anxiety and depression. Oh, okay. So the, just like the tiny, tiny little amount is enough to, on a regular like sneak schedule, in, right? But the, not the small amount
1: on a schedule of like five days on, two days off, um,
0: helps slowly and gradually rewire oh,
1: the brain. Okay, and is the two
0: days off so that you, your body doesn't like start getting immune to it? I think so. I'm. Um,
1: I don't really recall. Um. I know he, I know he talks about it then, but I don't really remember. It, it's been a little gonna bit. you to have to listen to that. Yeah. No, it's super cool. I know, like, after, like, I started talking about it, I had a lot of more people being like, yeah, I've been really interested in that. And I'm like, cool. Like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know, like, other people, like, and then, and then slowly I started to see that, like, I think it was, like, Portland, like, legalized it. Oh, oh really? yeah. Yeah. And Colorado, Dang. I think. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so tight. Mm-hmm. Like, just micro, um dosing or like um, just shrooms i think general? just
1: i think for colorado it's shrooms i don't know if portland's because like the fda is like doing studies on it and stuff like that to like help with ptsd and all of that like oh, they're actually so doing cool. studies on it and stuff so it's super cool that it's come this far
0: yeah that's yeah. so tight yeah because i'm like if i could do that like and be like and like i've tried like cbd and stuff and mm-hmm. i don't feel any how do you how long do you take the cbd um i mean like usually like i'll get a drink or whatever of it so is it something oh, no, no, you no. have to like take consistently? because right. okay. i
1: also use cbd too it's okay. like i i i like couple them kind of mm-hmm. like i was using like cbd and then i learned about mushrooms and i kind of added that in and it was just like you know it just has been honestly like i'm i'm in a place in my life that i didn't even know i could be at like That's as far so as awesome. as far as like not having depression and yeah. like being way less anxious Really, and like that, plus like going to therapy and stuff like that. Like yeah. those are what I've done, and it's it's brought me to a place in my life where it's like I I have never felt this way before. Yeah. I've never been this happy and this and this this like able to enjoy things the way I can yeah. right now without being so nervous and so anxious and so stressed out about everything.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm like yeah. Then I I need this. I, need, I I need to do all of this. So find me the fuck up. all <laughs> <laughs> of So the CBD,
1: you need to take it at least consistently for two weeks. Okay. Yeah. To, to feel and any results from that.
0: Do you do, like, the oils and stuff, or do you, like, eat the gummies, or what, what do you do?
1: I do the tinctures, like, the under the tongue, but um, a really good friend of mine, uh, she does the gummies. She loves it. Yeah. It's just kind of, like, throughout the day, she takes them, like, um, I feel like that could get a little more expensive, but yeah. I also don't know because I don't mess with it. I just, I just buy the 150 milligrams. Also, for me, it's, like, I take, I think, more than what they... Would normally suggest because like of smoking weed and stuff like yeah. that so i um i go a little bit higher and i feel like that helps so it's like yeah. whatever they recommend for you maybe like just go a little, a little higher because you're not gonna like overdose or anything like that you yeah. can't like hurt yourself with that kind of stuff it's like it's very gentle
2: yeah so all right my mom so. uses the oil for her neuropathy mm-hmm. and like it doesn't take away like say her pain is at a 10 mm-hmm. it'll go down to like Maybe like a five, you know. Yeah, so that's like cool. she's still in pain, but it's like not. It's not a near. cure, but it, yeah. it helps. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's just crazy how like it works that way.
1: Yeah, like. yeah. Like the the rubbing, <laughs> like the rub for like the joints and stuff like that. I've heard like really good things about that too my grandma
0: uses that and she doesn't realize it my nana she's like your aunt cynthia sent me this from california and like it helps on like my my um like her elbows and like her back and like just like her arms in general she's like i put it everywhere mija like (laughs) it feels so good i'm like nana you're using like cbd like that's candy. weed yeah <laughs> i'm like i don't tell her because i know she'll stop using it but she's yeah. just like here like have some and i'm like hell yeah
1: thank i know my grandpa has like really bad pain in his feet and i'm trying to get him like to take the cbd and he's like no no i don't he's like i don't like that kind of stuff and i'm like it's not weed like yeah. it's not the same thing there's no thc in it like it's not i mean some of them have it but not this yeah. one i was specifically trying to get him to try he's just you know set in his ways yeah i'm like okay well for me it is like um i never ever smoked like ever i think like even me smoking now it's like maybe like less than two years maybe a year maybe because like i just never messed with that stuff in high school and and then um i don't know i just you know i had two young babies and so i i hadn't i hadn't previously messed with it i wasn't gonna start then you know whatever and um my anxiety was just getting so bad like that's how I've I've learned about all of this stuff because I was just getting to a point where it was like becoming like almost as bad as like my postpartum depression was but it was like anxiety yeah like I thought like oh my god it was just so bad I was like everybody's gonna die and every like I can't do anything and like I couldn't like I couldn't get the courage to like start the business and just all this stuff like it was just crazy or even go to school and and so my husband, who literally has never smoked, never drank, never anything in his whole life, was like, I don't want you on prescription pills, you know, like, of course it's like, it's my life, it's my choice, but yeah. he was just like, I wouldn't want to see you on prescription pills, yeah. so try this, like, see how it works like for you. an old straight edge dude, was like, <laughs> he's like, smoke this <laughs> weed, this yeah, weed. yeah, exactly, fine. yeah, and um, he doesn't partake in any, or, or anything like that, but he's like totally for me doing it like if that's what <laughs> yeah. I need you know but uh, but yeah so I, I just started doing that and for me it just made me too tired like I couldn't function and I was like okay there's no way I can like be around like people or my kids while yeah. I did this so it's like I literally just do it when I'm chilling after the kids go to bed and I'm yeah. like just trying to watch TV and then I go to bed and I sleep so good because I like couldn't sleep and it's like the best I can finally sleep and
2: yeah it's great I don't know who I was maybe it was I don't know if it was Jacob but we were talking about the drug test because when I first started my job I had to take a drug test and I was all freaked out and like they were saying whoever it was that I was talking to was that like now it's not really like weed that they're looking for it's like to make sure you're not on like hard drugs you know Like, mm-hmm. and I was like that makes sense because I feel like everybody smells weed now yeah. it's mm-hmm. kind of you know what I mean like it's not impossible but it's just a lot of people smoke weed but i don't know honestly yeah. i don't know
1: i would hope so i would hope that would be the thought like i would think like and like he won't even do the cbd either dad and i'm like dad it's legal like it's 100% legal like if it came up like it would like they can't fire it you yeah yeah no. and he just won't like he's just cuz he's already been there for like over 40 years so mm-hmm. and he's just like too scared to risk it but i'm like i can't wait until you retire too <laughs>
0: you you going to stop talking I know, it. you're so crabby. Like, please. <laughs>
1: Jesus. <laughs> My mom. Mm-hmm. My mom, too. But she doesn't get drug tested, so I'm, like, trying to convince her. She is, like, if anybody knows Peggy, she is a square. Like, two of <laughs> them right? She's, she's totally a square. Like, that's not her deal. But, like, I'm, I totally, I feel like I'm getting her there. She tried the gummies. Mm-hmm. We, got her, we brought her back some gummies from Vegas oh. and she tried them and I was like look just try a half or a fourth I don't remember I was like because you like have you're coming from like nothing and then yeah. like a gummy's gonna like send
0: you send you to the moon
1: yeah, yeah. so um <laughs> I think she um she tried a fourth of one and she didn't feel anything and I think she just kind of got discouraged and I was like no you need to come okay, prime."
0: yeah
1: I'm gonna get her there though
0: yeah
1: she needs to chill out
0: you <laughs> she needs to take it easy mm-hmm.
1: she does Oh my god, I, I had a terrible experience in Colorado with edibles. Oh no! (laughs) It's like awful, and so I haven't messed with it again. But edibles are crazy. It was like I made the most like amateur, rookie ass mistake, right? So I had went to Colorado before, and um, I bought the same gummies the second time I went, because I went with my girlfriends once, and we bought a bunch of stuff and. Mm Got super fucking high and i was like oh i've never been this high ever right but it was manageable i totally had it under control yeah but it was the highest the highest i'd ever been and um for like 40 straight it was crazy and um so when we went back i went back with my husband and um I got the same gummies and i was like cool i know these are good for, like i can handle these whatever so i take one about an hour goes by and i'm like i don't feel anything like do i, I ate something i was like do i need to eat maybe to like activate it whatever <laughs> and um so my dumb ass took another one. Oh my god rookie mistake right, right just some, <laughs> the dumbest shit you can do so it's probably like what 130 or two and i start to get high and i'm like whoa really high i'm like really fucking high right <laughs> yeah is, like, really and that was just the first gummy <laughs> dude oh. <laughs> i got so fucking high. okay so like i think the worst part was that i just ate so much that yeah. i like literally made myself sick and that like feeling sick was intensified because oh, you know like you can yeah, like I was like tingling yeah. I could feel everything Ooh. and I had heartburn but like I felt it like radiating through oh my arms my God. God. yeah there. <laughs> yeah and I was like so sick so okay we we ate and then where did we go We were eating somewhere, and then we were going to meet up with some friends, and they wanted to eat. So I was like, okay, I guess we're going to eat again. Like, literally, we left one restaurant to go to another restaurant. And I was like, I'm just going to eat a little bit, whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, this food is so fucking good. Like, I (laughs) I couldn't stop eating. (laughs) I ate all of it. It was like three fish tacos. And I was like, I kept being like to my friend. I was like, you have to try these. Like, they're so good, (laughs) right? I ate all of them, right? And then we go to a pinball bar like are you aware like have you ever been to one of those it's like know. just hundreds and hundreds of pinball machines in a bar in the dark so it's like all those lights and sounds are like oh going God. God. it's like yeah. so stimulating so it was just like tons and t- so we walk in it's like probably like three or four o'clock at this point sunny and you walk into this bar and it's dark as fuck it's like pitch black it's like, like <laughs> pitch i know it was pitch black and i am high out of my mind right (laughs) like i'm like just holding on for dear life (laughs) and um i'm literally just standing there like you know you're high like just calm down like you can do this like pull it together and there's like all these lights and all these like noises and it's so loud and there's people everywhere and i'm like oh my fucking god like <laughs> I'm here. don't let me die here like it literally took me like 30 minutes to work up the courage to go find the bathroom because i oh, thought like oh i was like, never god. gonna find my way back oh. to my husband and so i finally work up the courage to go to the bathroom and i'm literally just sitting there like on the toilet like pull it together like <laughs> stop
0: being so high like stop it that moment that I, moment of you and yourself talking having oh, yeah. a conversation you're like Put your shit yeah like, just stop being high okay? yeah just stop you being. know you're high so just stop just stop yeah so I get up
1: right thinking like maybe I'm just like too sediment like I need to like move around so I get up and I pull my pants up and I start doing jumping jacks like in the <laughs> stall oh I'm doing jumping jacks and I'm like t- like stretching touching my feet and I'm like get it together like, like you fucking can You're do so this cute. imagine me Aww. in the like, stall like yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> like I'm in the stall and I'm like get your shit together and so I walk out of there and I'm like oh, okay not any less high if anything it's getting worse I mean just moving around made it worse and um So then we go to a bar afterwards and uh, we went to a black metal bar and it was so cool in there and I like couldn't even enjoy it. And at this point I was just like, like trying not to throw up because I had eaten so much and I was so sick to my stomach. I was just sitting there and I I texted my husband and I was like, I need to leave. I was like, I need to get out of here. (laughs) I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm sorry. I'm trying my best to be a good sport, but like, I need to get out of here. Like... And so finally we get out of there and like the people that we were hanging out with this is my first time meeting them. Oh. Like oh. I felt like such a jackass. Like, <laughs> oh my god. And you're like,
0: I'm so sorry I got too high. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I was like, "Mama, please tell them. Like, please tell them I'm not this much of a jackass yeah. normally." <laughs> and um so we get back to the hotel. And at this point, like, I feel like I have to throw up. I, I go into the bathroom. I, like, take my, I think I, like, took my pants off. I was just sitting down on the toilet. And I was like, I need to lay down. Oh. And so, like, I just laid down on the floor. And, like, two hours later, I, apparently I was, like, blocking the door with my body. I'm oh, like, Bubba God. was, like, I woke up to, like, Bubba hitting me with the door, like, trying to open the bathroom. Oh, my, God. <laughs> my pants are around my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking passed out because I was too high. So I was like, I need to sleep this off. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm going to go lay down in the bedroom, in the bed. And so I just, like, take my pants all the way off, and then I go lay down in the bed, and I'm just, like, I just fell asleep, like, sitting up. My, like, neck just slouched over, and oh, I woke up, my God. neck hurt. And I was still high.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my and I woke God. up, and it was,
1: I was, like, still high. I was probably high and t- still until, like... Maybe, like, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning the next day. Oh, my
2: gosh. hell. Oh, this so awful. Angel. Yeah, I'm like, I never want to do that again.
1: Yeah. <sighs> oh, my God. Horrible. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I'm like, wow, that is so embarrassing. So,
0: there you I go. I love it,
2: though.
1: <laughs> I know. Bubba tells that story to everybody. And I'm like,
0: quit. <laughs> no, that's not remember your, that one time? That's not your story <laughs> to tell. Yeah, okay. So, um... um now that we're getting back to the topic of your question (laughs) um do you have any um shameless plugs anywhere we should follow you on
1: yeah (laughs) um my instagram is ultraviolet aesthetics Mm -hmm. so it's uh, with a e aesthetics and then um we're inside uh doomsday tattoo so that's my husband and i's tattoo shop and so Mm -hmm. y'all should definitely follow doomsday so doomsday tattoos um yeah, I think that's it.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: do you have, like, um, on your page, do you have, like, um, like a website also set up or anything? I'm still working on my website. Mm-hmm. I know I, I like people keep
1: asking me about price lists and stuff like I that. I know. I'm all,
0: Yeah, because I'm going to need a price list. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know. I've been such a slacker about that. But, um, like, what I, for? how I've been doing it is, is just, like, message me with your questions and okay. I kind of answer it like that. Um, but eventually I will have a website that has all the price lists and all of my menu options and stuff like that.
0: Party. Yeah. What do you um, do right now in, in shop?
1: So right now I'm doing um, waxing. So I'll do full body waxing. I'll, okay, you got hair on it and you want it gone, I'll take it off. <laughs> it I'm it. your girl. I,
0: okay, question: uh-huh. Do you do like bikini waxing and stuff mm-hmm. like
1: that? Yeah.
0: How like Brazilians? Is it uncomfortable? Buttholes, all of it. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm like, look, Taylor. All I'm asking is, <laughs> if you won't judge me if I make you look at my hoo ha, that's all I need to know. That is
1: like the number one thing I get, and I'm like, <laughs> girl, like, I've had kids. Like, if you saw my hoo-ha, you would know <laughs> I don't have any room to be judging anybody's hoo-ha, okay? Oh my god. Yeah, no, they love to joke about that. They like always yell over to me. Like, if they know I'm not with a the client, they're like, Hey Taylor, are you waxing any buttholes over there? <laughs> you're doing butthole face? So, yeah. So they're
0: not today, bitches. Yeah, unless you're gonna
1: pull up, you know, yeah. bring that you gonna bring that ass Stop. over here. Yeah. Don't don't talk about it. Just be about it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it. Um, yeah, so. Um, this is a judgment-free zone for your vagina, okay? And your right. butthole. All
2: right. All right.
0: Uh-huh. Good to know. Yeah.
1: I don't judge buttholes or vaginas or any of it. I don't judge it.
0: You're like, I'm here for all of it. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever your whatever it looks mane. like, bring it on over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you do waxing.
1: hmm So waxing, like tinting. So like eyebrows and eyelashes, um... And then, so waxing, like I said, full body, whatever, whatever you want waxed, I'll wax it. And then, um, facials. And so, like, with the facials, how I do it is I just, like, customize every facial, like, depending on the person. Okay. So, like, you come to me, you tell me, like, what you're doing right now, what your, your skincare goals are, is what I would call them. So, where are you trying to be? And let's look at what your skin's doing right now. How can we fix that? And what do we need to do? So, they're customized for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. So cute. Thanks. Oh, and you said you do lash lifts, too, right? I
1: do. I do lash lifts. That's super popular right now, and I, I love doing them. Yeah, they're, like, they're really popular right now, and they're cool. They last up to six weeks. I really like them over, like, extensions because, um they don't damage your lashes like most of the glue and stuff like that is like all keratin based so if anything it's like the opposite it like builds like the strength because your Ooh. eyelashes are made out of keratin mm-hmm. so it like helps make them stronger and um yeah they basically stay lifted as long as your lash cycle will allow for so usually it's about six weeks so over time you shed lashes naturally that's totally normal and so like once you shed them all and you get all new lashes like yeah they're not going to be lifted anymore it's usually about that's, six six to eight weeks sometimes so less cool. sometimes more
0: yeah I definitely
1: need that. Yeah, it's the best. Like they're, it's so cute. It kind of just looks like you curled them and put mascara on them without putting anything on them.
0: Yeah, but it's natural.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like very. I woke up like this. (laughs) Yes,
0: but well, thank you so much for coming. Yes, thank thank you you for having me. I had so much fun. Yeah, I can't wait to come back and do it again. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, honestly, like. Whenever you want to be on, let us we'll just come out. talk shit. Yeah, yeah, we love it. <laughs> yes. All we do is just talk shit most of the time. Oh man, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like now that our boss babes. Oh, you're you're our oh, boss. Oh yeah. really. Congratulations, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. The for oh, thanks. Everybody yeah. before I know. Was like, wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, bitch. Okay, so
2: episode. We <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. love you
0: all. <laughs> but yeah, cool. Yeah, I feel so excited. Babe. Thank We're you. Closing out the series. So, after this, um, I think we have some interviews coming up. Yeah, with, what's next? Um, so, we're going to be interviewing our friend Dan, and I think Angela, too?
2: I think so. Yeah. Oh, what both. are they
0: doing? Um, I don't know. We don't know yet. Oh, cool. So, it's just like, yeah, we're shooting just the gonna, shit. We're just going to be like, hey, what do you want to talk about? Cool. And then, um, our friend Melissa's boyfriend, or fiance, Tom, is going to be on. Oh, fun. And that'll be exciting, because Tom, like, has insight, like, on a bunch of stuff, and, like, yeah. He's just very knowledgeable. He's just yeah. a very knowledgeable person. And, but cool. he's also,
2: like, really, like, funny about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like, love like, that. He doesn't
0: make you feel stupid.
2: Yeah. 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 He's very, like, <laughs> he, he wants you to feel, you know, like you understand. Yeah. And, and yeah, Tom's really cool. That's sweet. I sounds know. like a special guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. And I'm so excited. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at Toast and Honey Podcast. Yeah. On Twitter at Toast and Honey Underscore. You can email us at Toast and Honey podcast at gmail.com <laughs> we like literally every time we record we're like oh we should just record this and then stick it in mm-hmm. we said the last episode too We oh. not so fucking done I say
2: it Say that every episode yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 and if you don't like our show you can suck a fart yeah suck a mm-hmm. a pineapple fart cause there was fruit fruity fart oh, maybe Ooh, yeah. how cute <laughs> i'm like actually that wouldn't be so bad i'm a cute girl i only yeah. do fruity I
2: farts fruity <laughs> some fart. people might be into that so yeah. I don't know. yeah you
0: know what fine then if you're into it you can fine. have this one <laughs> yeah. we love you guys thank you so much for listening we will talk to you soon bye, bye. <laughs>